Welcome to Enduring Words with David Guzik, a daily devotional podcast brought to you by Enduring Word. Today, let's talk about the God of hills and plains. I'm going to read you from 1 Kings chapter 20, starting at verse 23. It's going to be a little bit longer section than we usually read on one of these daily devotionals. Here we go. 1 Kings chapter 20, verses 23, 24, and 25, where we read. Then the servants of the king of Syria said to him, Their gods are the gods of the hills. Therefore, they were stronger than we. But if we fight them on the plains, surely we will be stronger than they. So do this thing. Dismiss the kings, each from his position, and put captains in their places. And you shall muster an army like the army that you've lost, horse for horse and chariot for chariot. Then we will fight against them in the plain. Surely we will be stronger than they And he listened to their voice and did so. The Syrian army came against Israel and they came with a mighty force. They were doubly determined because they had just lost an important battle to King Ahab in Israel. And a second lost battle might mean that the war itself would be lost and Syria might be under the authority of Israel for a long time. So from the Syrian perspective, this was a big problem. In trying to explain their recent loss to the Israelites, the servants of the king of Syria told him that it was because of where the battle was fought. It was fought in the hills of Israel. They reasoned like this, their gods are gods of the hills. You see, the idea of the localized deity was prominent in the ancient world. They felt that particular gods had authority over particular areas. Because the recent victory was won on hilly terrain, the servants of the king of Syria believed that the God of Israel was a localized deity with power over the hills and not over the plains. Here, they imagined that God could be molded into an image that they wanted or one that they could relate to. You see, people still love to create God in their image, and they find it easy to imagine their own idea of God instead of understanding him as he's revealed himself to us. Yet, instead of going to God's revelation of himself, they speculated on the kind of God they wish was there. And in doing so, they were no smarter than the man who makes a crude statue out of mud and worships it as his God. In fashioning their own idea of who God is, many today think that God is a God of the hills, but not of the plains. They think that God is a God of the past, but not of the present. They think that God is a God of a few special favorites, but not of all his people. They think that God is a God of one kind of problem, but not of another kind. One of the great challenges to individual Christians and churches today is the test of success. Many people who could stay godly in the humble years of struggle and failure find the temptations of success much more difficult to resist. Yet are we to believe that the same God who helps us to endure the hard times is unable to strengthen us through the high times? 
Of course he can do both, because he's the God of both the hills and the plains. He's Lord over both hard times and high times. That great preacher of Victorian England, Charles Spurgeon, spoke eloquently on this point. He said this, quote, Will God aid a Whitfield and not help a poor local preacher holding forth upon the green? Will he assist the earnest minister who addresses thousands and desert the simple girl who teaches a dozen little children the old, old story of the cross? Is this after the fashion of God to patronize the eminent and neglect the lowly? Does Jesus despise the day of small things? I think that's a good word from Charles Spurgeon. Yet, the servants of the king of Syria, they couldn't see it. They recommended a course of action to their king. They said this, then we will fight against them in the plain. Surely we will be stronger than they. They sincerely believed that the God of Israel had no power in the plain. Therefore, they boldly went out to battle. Mark it well. The action they recommended was logical, at least humanly speaking. It was logical given their theology. Their theological belief directed their advice and their action. It's easy to think that our ideas about God don't really affect the way that we live. The example of the servants of the king of Syria shows just how wrong that is, and it reminds us how important it is to have a right view of who God is, a biblical view of who God is, and to see that he is the God of both the hills and the plains. Friends, today is a day for you to focus upon and rejoice in your God, who is God over all, the God revealed to us in the Bible, the covenant God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God perfectly revealed to us in Jesus Christ. That's the God you can serve and honor today. Thanks for listening to Enduring Words with David Guzik. For more information about David's ministry, visit EnduringWord.org.